Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast, your source of accountability, inspiration, and motivation to become your best and reach your fullest potential every day. Our motto, it's simple, to use our determination to crush our everyday leadership tasks so that we dominate in our delivery of services and products to our clients and achieve victory and personal growth, profitability, and creating environments for those around us to prosper. Let's get this show started. Welcome back to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast. Happy New Year. Happy January 2022. This is Elena, your host, and we're so excited to be back with you. I feel like it's been so long. We're excited just for another opportunity and another year to pour into you all, to give our listeners tangible advice and tips that you can use in your leadership in your home or in your businesses. We're just really excited to be here with you guys. I have Justin on with us, our other co-host, and we're just so excited to have him back this year. And we have a lot of great things planned. So welcome back, Justin. Hey, how are you, Elena? Thank you, everyone. I Happy New Year, obviously. And um, I hope, you know, this year we obviously lead with less fear than the last two years. That is my goal with doing this, where we all sort of lead in, in ways to help recover the economies and the damages we've done um, unintentionally uh, by protecting ourselves in an attempt to protect ourselves, I should say. Um, but I think that if we really lead and we start to do things like this leadership, it, it really um, sort of ripples through the entire part of our life. You know, leadership with our children, as parents, leadership in our communities, as being a part of our communities or in our children's schools or at our places of work or whatever it is, or in sports or coaching, um, many, many different avenues. But leadership is so essential yet uh, on average, I would say most humans don't go to school to learn leadership. We just rely on the world to teach it to us or learning it through experience. So, you know, one of the things I hope is that this, this podcast does, and if it's not even directly listen to podcasts, but it sort of becomes the catalyst of people becoming more educated, um, going out there and getting more experience in and exposure to uh, leadership. Um, I think it's really important right now. And I think um, as a whole of humanity, especially the more we look into our phones and become individualistic, the less we're learning how to lead others. Um, and the more I focused I become, the less we focused I become, which means the less I have the ability to lead others. So I think that really what we need to see here in the leaders that we're talking about are the ones that are going to be able to sort of live by the core values we're talking about, which is why this is a core value review. Uh, we'll do start doing these two a month for each core value of the month. Also, as we post the episodes, there are the reading lists that we recommend for each core value. And then starting next week, you'll start to see a list of uh, the monthly uh, family leadership movie nights we talk about, the first one being uh, In the Pursuit of Happiness uh, with Will Smith. That's where we are. So today is 
Today's question is, what does it mean to be mediocre? If this is your first time listening to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast, then we're really excited to have you, but feel free to go back to last year's content where we introduced 12 of what we call our core values of what it means to be a leader. And the first core value is all about not being mediocre, about going the extra mile, just about being your best self. So we wanted to make this question, this Q&A episode, correspond with that first core value. And we're really excited to jump into it. So Justin, I'll pass the question back to you again of what does it mean to be mediocre? Thank you, Elena, for introducing it first and foremost. That was an awesome introduction. But when I looked up mediocre, and I really dove into it, what it means, and, I, and I've looked at what it means to other people and, and sort of what it means to me as a corporation or as a person, um, in terms of food service partners or Primal Rock or better with Bacon Fat Studios, so on and so forth, Grown Strong. It's, it's not average, okay? So I think often we attach mediocre to average. That's not what I'm talking about. Average is where someone is trying. So I think that <clears throat> when we're talking about go the extra mile, I think you can still go the extra mile and you can be a poor performer in going the extra mile, but still not be mediocre. So I'm breaking and we'll break it down into two episodes this month. One will be about mediocre. One will be about going the extra mile. <clears throat> I'm going to have to talk about both off each other, but I'm going to try to concentrate on mediocre as much as possible. But mediocre is is not attempting to do anything. It, it's more or less, I can't define that person. Like, I don't know whether they're a good worker. I don't know whether they're a bad worker. I don't know whether they're smart. I don't know whether they're dumb. I don't know whether they're whatever. And I wouldn't call people dumb, but my point being is I can't decide what that is. Like if a person's average, I'm like, oh, well, they're traveling. They're just an average performer. They're trying really hard. They're, re they're trying at leadership. They're just an average performer. Can they, it, it, but knowing that they're trying, and even if they're a poor average or strong performer in their trying, I know they're trying. Mediocre is the person that sits on the fence, that sort of never really tries, but always is in negotiation of that middle gray space. And by negotiation, I mean, no matter which direction it comes from, like, encouragement, not encouragement, whatever, they're always negotiating to be in the mediocre space. I often find these people just to be defiant, whether I work with them or I meet them in the world. Oh, uh, the only thing I'm guilty of is lack of action. That's mediocre. The only thing you're guilty of is lack of action. And believe me, guys, tons of people say this in their relationships, particularly when they break up or they're getting fired at a company. I love it. It is a line that I hear 30% of the time. I hear other people come to me, oh, my girlfriend broke up with me because she said I said um, to her, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, she doesn't want mediocre, dude. You could at least try and be bad at it, and at least she knows you're trying. Like, it's so weird to me that we'd rather just be you know, coast along in life. And that's what mediocre is. It's that coasting in that gray space. It's not trying, but it's like performing just enough in that gray space to not get fired. But it, 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 what it does to the everyone around you is 
it confuses them. And you really stay in this space out of confusion. You really don't rise up in your career. You don't rise down. You're just kind of mediocre because no one knows what to do with you. That is what I mean by mediocre. Um, mediocre is the lack of ambition, the lack of discipline, the lack of everything in life that makes you more than what you were just are. Okay, mediocre means I'm not trying to grow. It means I'm not trying to be educated any more than I am. You know, and there are a lot of people that run companies that are mediocre people. They don't grow. They're not trying to grow their people. They're very demanding. They're very just status quo. And, and even in some cases, people that are super disciplined can be mediocre also because they lead mediocrity in their discipline. So just because you have discipline, if there's no goal that you're leading that discipline towards and it's just to stay steady, you're mediocre. You're not trying to do any better. Therefore, I can't label you a poor performer, an average performer, or a good performer, or great, or excellent, or whatever. There's, you're not even trying. So <clears throat> mediocre is the person who doesn't even try to help. You know, It's the person in the warehouse I'm dealing with right now, for example, that will not help the fulfillment person because they, one, Spanish, one, Black, but instead of just doing the right thing for all parties, they'd rather be mediocre and do nothing and not have anything get accomplished. That's what I'm talking about. So in some weird way, and I'm going to cross a weird boundary here, we have this weird racial tension in the kitchen, which all of us deal with right now, let's be honest. But the thing that it does is it made them both mediocre. Like you're not helping either one of your causes. Like that's the part that I don't understand um, why we want to do that. And in an attempt to stick up for ourselves, we become mediocre and do nothing. Okay, you guys have a problem. Why not outperform each other? Why not try to outperform each other? Why not do whatever? I get it. We'll work on the whole other thing, whatever. But like to just do nothing is the, the whole fundamental problem in the first place. Because if you're just gonna be mediocre and you're gonna be in the gray area, for example, no one is going to have the ability and the knowledge to go get the education, the experience, and the exposure to see it differently so we can all get along. Because you wanna be mediocre. It's too hard. I'm just gonna go with my bias. I'm not gonna change. Mediocre. That's what I'm talking about. And your career is not going to go very far and in a world that's diversifying. Um, if you're stuck in your ways or you have, you know, ethnic or racial bias, there's just no room for it anymore. And I don't even know why or where it comes from, honestly, because being in business myself, you know what not being mediocre is? It's chasing the green. It's chasing the green, meaning the money, so everyone can have financial independence and the freedom to build their own legacies. That's what it is. I'm not talking about money to show it off. I'm talking about money so you stack enough away, so you don't have any debt, so you also have the confidence to build the legacy for your family that's yours and no one else's. And sorry, when you don't have to rely on other people for money and you be, get at a point where you get to do it because you want to, not because you have to, you build a legacy at that point. Your life changes. Trust me, when you're not shackled by the government, 
are shackled by someone else. Yes, there's still laws and stuff, but I'm talking about the independent. Everyone's like, oh, don't be money. And it's not all about money. Well, it gives you the freedom you need to be who you are. Sorry. And being mediocre in that gray area is never going to get you there. You, you're going to do what everyone else wants because you want to be liked by everyone. That's part of being mediocre. Part of what's going on in the back of the warehouse right now is everyone wants to be liked and they want to be liked by their peers. And there's all this pressure from their peer groups, right? Peer, pressure from peer groups is always to be mediocre, guys. Like, I don't know, it's few and far between that you're going to find someone that's telling you not to be mediocre in this world. So that's why the first core value is so important. Like, you can't even do the other 12 core values, like, or 11, sorry, if you can't get this first one. <clears throat> like, and the first part is, is if you're going to settle for this mediocre thing, which is not trying, which is this gray area, and just sort of floating down the river on the raft, um, <clears throat> it's just, you're going to get what you get, get paid. And, and my point of mediocrity, when I talk about racial or ethnic bias, it's laziness. If you don't open up your mind, I don't care what it is to our differences being the things that make us special and the things that are our superpowers, that our differences are the things that are going to hopefully help us survive as humanity. If we can stop worrying about them and use them to survive, um, our differences of opinions, our differences of ideas to survive seriously, then we're just gonna set up for mediocrity and mediocrity means extinction, okay? Every animal that's been mediocre that we've come across, we've extinct them. And literally what we're going to do to ourselves is mediocrity ourselves into extinction. It's dead serious. We as humans, our strongest ability is our ability to cognitively function, to, to dream, to think of things. When we are mediocre and we don't do anything and we don't try to develop that, we don't have anything. We're, we're just, we're the other animals at that point. We're just going through life in habits, not thinking, trying to do what the cool thing is staying up with the Joneses or the Thomases or the Montenegros down the street, whatever it is, you know, it's, it doesn't matter anymore. You know, it's about doing what's best for you and mediocre is pushing yourself to be better. So um, I'm going to pause for a second before I have some articles here, guys, I'll also post on line as I, we post the episode some links about mediocrity, but before I get into sort of a deeper discussion, I wanted to give Elena some time to talk about mediocrity as well and her thoughts and she's heavily involved in the core values as well. Yeah, I think everything you shared is, is really awesome and totally just being mediocre is doing all of those things, you know, staying at the same level. We've talked about this so many times in previous episodes of never going after your full potential. Being mediocre is, you know, about not going the extra mile and just really about settling for, for what you've always had or what you're used to just, to, just to kind of get by. I think that 
when you really start, we talked about this also in another episode, when you really start to try to go the extra mile and start to do things differently, that's when people, you know, start looking at you differently and start treating you differently. We've talked about that so many times, and I'm sure we'll talk about that in upcoming episodes. It does make a huge difference in your own potential when you start going the extra mile and decide to not be mediocre. I agree 100%. And I think, um, you know, I think it's, it's, it's a choice, right? We get to choose it every day. And I think oftentimes we can choose to be mediocre during our day. I think where it's like, oh, it's Sunday. I'm just going to be lay around and watch TV and not do much. But we don't realize that we just lost 10 to 12 essential productive hours of moving ourselves forward. And it's what I would call mediocrity time. And it's interesting because I have it. I watch TV. We do that bonding with my family. It's important. But more and more as we have mediocrity time and we become adults, that mediocrity time is balanced between entertaining things and bonding, but also shows or movies or whatever that we discuss or that have leadership basis or some sort of inspirational basis to them in in real life. And so, you know, it's not bad to have mediocrity time. It's just being aware that that's when you're just, you're really not doing anything to move your life forward or your family's life forward. You're spending time together and it's important and you always want to do that, but it's, it's not necessarily growth time or leadership time. It's bonding time, and I think there's a lot of families who don't get that time would be like, what are you talking about? It's so important. Agreed. It's so important that there's leadership to go to the movies, to do the entertainment, to get together for the movie. It's not necessarily mediocrity time, but if you get in the habit and your family builds it over a long period of time and you're used to bonding it and, and you're starting to push to the next level, it does become mediocrity time. That's all my point is. Okay. So, um, and you should always be trying to do better and family trying to do better and everything. So here's the thing that I think mediocrity isn't mediocrity, isn't consistency. So if I'm consistently trying, regardless if I'm a poor performer, an average performer or a good performer, the thing that makes me no matter what my intellectual level is, no matter how smart whatever, how much I have to learn, the, the ability to just try to do better and, and noticeably try to going the extra mile if we wanted to attach it, that is the fight against mediocrity every day. You know, the fight against mediocrity is, you know, how do I, how do I bring the family together for a memory? You know, okay, um, maybe it's not just a movie this time. Maybe it's go-kart racing with a little bit of incentive at the end that eat, we'll all put in a hundred dollars and out of the five of us, whoever wins out of the five races gets a hundred dollars because I'm actually teaching competitiveness. So there I just took a family bond experience instead of the t- typical movie. I switched it up one time to go kart and unintentionally created competitiveness amongst my family and a real life game, you know? So, but I want to consistently do it. So how do I not make the movie theater or the movies mediocre? I consistently put purpose behind it. I consistently do it where we're together as a family, as a bonding experience on Friday nights. So I'm attaching a habit to it. Then it's no longer mediocre. 
you know, so things like that. Um, uh, how do we continue to fight mediocrity? I find, and this is weird because people think it's a bad thing or you have some sort of problem if you do this. It's actually wrong. And I think everyone's like, oh, I need to find more free time. I find the opposite. The, for me to not be mediocre and for me to continue to grow, and yes, there's failures along the way, I have to pack my schedule full of stuff. And often days I feel stress and anxiety about how much I want to do during a day and I'm putting it all on myself. That's what I realize. I put it all on myself because I don't want to be mediocre, but I do pack my schedule. Um, I make sure that, you know, I don't go 100% every day, but my day is 80% packed seven days a week. For myself, with my kids, whatever it is, I am busy, whether it's Insta working on Instagram, working on photos for Trevor, working on food service partners, better with bacon fat, grown strong clients, whatever it is. I am packing my schedule. And even sometimes if I have to sit in front of my computer blank for 10 minutes before I can write like a part of the book I'm working on or, you know, uh, ideas for the website that I'm behind on for my personal website, whatever it is, as long as I'm moving forward, I'm not being mediocre. And the world can be like, oh, he's failing or he's not getting that done or look, justinbizarro.com's not done yet. All true facts. But what they don't see is I'm still moving it along behind the lines. So I may, it may appear average, it may feel like failing or whatever, but I'm still out there doing it. So it's not mediocre in the end. Okay, so I pack my schedule full of stuff. You know, the other thing that I really do is I do the things that food service partners, no one else is willing to do. Um, we have problems in the back. And there's a lot of people at Food Service Partners and Primal Rock, et cetera, better in fact, on and on that are willing to do this, is if there's a problem or we have to pack something or a toilet's down or everyone is very quick to help. There's no task that people aren't willing to do. Now, as we're a new company in Georgia, as I just mentioned, I am working, we are working building that culture in the Georgia facility also. And it takes a long time, particularly in manufacturing, particularly when you have hundreds of employees suddenly coming into a building with previous culture. Um, but part of breaking down everything and when people come in the building is most of them are used to mediocrity. They're used status quo of doing their job just enough to get by, not to be noticed, not enough to get fired. You know, it's in that gray area and the gray areas where most people function in their workplace. So how do you not be mediocre? Do the stuff no one else is willing to do. Volunteer for stuff. Do things that no one else does in the company. Start a sports league team, whatever it is. Um, the other thing we do as a society that I find that is anti-mediocrity is we think money's evil. We paint this image of billionaires and millionaires and people that excel as lucky one, which makes it seem like everyone else is mediocre and they just had a bit of luck to excel. It's not like they tried. Realizing that all of us could try and not be mediocre. We could have millions, we could have money and all of those things. But, but we look at money as something that's bad. And it really, if I could really, even with the employees, when you start talking about promotion, they literally will, will talk about money with one another. And we do this in all of their locations. 
And it's like, it's bad to make more money than their peer. They feel bad about it. Okay, like that is not a bad thing. Winning is not a bad thing. Having more money to support your family is not an evil thing. Winning for your family and your legacy, you know, is not a bad thing. 150,000 years, Homo sapiens have been on this planet. We are a blimp of the legacy that we get to do. It is a very short period of time we get to make a difference. Living it may feel like forever, but the reality is, is us living it, we have a short amount of time to make the most amount of difference in the time that we have. And mediocrity is not gonna have you known for like for generations or people talk about you or you make a difference. I'm sorry. Um, you want to live on forever. You want to, you know, be a good person. You want to be this powerful person that everyone looks up to and, and follows on social media and whatever. Um, again, mediocre, again, is doing what everyone else is doing. Like, if you want to do something different, look where the opportunities are that no one's looking at. Look at what the right thing to do is. Um, you don't want to be mediocre actually stop talking about doing something for the environment and live that way. And I'm not talking about go protest for coats. I'm talking about go eat the right way. Go support the farmers that are trying to support you. Like we literally live our lives mediocre in the way that we eat. It is a mediocre decision we make every day. Status quo, buy the crap, it's the cheapest. It's what everyone else does. It's what makes our kids feel cool at school. So they feel like average, like everyone else. But yet we use the word average because we want them to fit in. But really what we're making them is mediocre. We're not even making them average because we're not even teaching them to try. <clears throat> so all of that being said, I will move on to another one. Um, learning i think if you don't want to be mediocre you know the average human you know back in the day read i read somewhere and i'll have to get my fact checked somewhere but with seven books a week shit i'm lucky if i read i'm like i read two to three books a month and i think i'm pretty awesome but we watch tv we fill the gaps with other things would would reading necessarily a fiction book be no different than watching a TV show? I probably agree. I don't think there's much difference there. I just think our ability to read words and learn meaning of words is so much different in books than on TV. It's why I read actual physical books, not on my phone, not listen to book on tape, whatever. I need to actually see the words. Um, it's a huge cognitive development in humanity. Like for Guys, reading is not something like we take it for granted. 200 years ago, a majority of the world could not read, period. There are still a lot of people out there in the world today that cannot read in the world, in the billions of people that we have on this planet. There are still thousands of people that can't read, probably hundreds of thousands. So... Uh, mediocre. Um, we all can read, but what do we do with it? Um, if we take it, if we take it uh, for granted, then we're just being mediocre.
Um, the thing that I also find that mediocre people do um, or don't do whatever, um, if you don't want to be mediocre, is mediocre, the people that aren't mediocre, they do not surrender their dreams to fitting in with other people. I mean, it's really that simple. They don't bully people. They don't try to fit in with other people in the same way. They, they, their friend groups are very small just because there's a high level of moral and ethical standards that they want to be surrounded by in positivity. Um, I think a lot of non-mediocre people are often looked at differently because they're in the smallest groups. And I think we look at people in the smaller groups as not as cool. Um, but I think what you're seeing is the people that often associate themselves and have the closer relationships are those that have surrounded themselves with people who also don't want to be mediocre. Um, so I would just think about it. I mean, we'll talk about it um, more in other episodes, but I think that that's an important one. Um, um, the, and then do things that no one else would do. Like we talked about work, but I think if I'm an entrepreneur or I'm a leader, I'm always looking where no one else is going. And right now for me, it's food. Like we have this weird trend we've talked about where everyone's getting out of food and food service and there's not an immigration population coming in to fill lower uh, blue collar jobs in food service right now, especially with COVID and the borders and all that. So we've created a crisis on ourselves. And um, and because we feel privileged, our teenagers feel privileged, um, and we've given them the feeling that they're already better more than average without trying, but there are mediocre guys. Like if you don't go to food service work or you're not working jobs or you're not getting a diversified life and learning different things and helping, like you should be encouraging your kid to go into food service right now. You want that kid to make millions of dollars. Like there's no one else going there. Like if they're even average when they try or a poor performer, you go into an industry that's bankrupt, you're going to get a lot of education and you're probably going to grow. And that poor average is going to turn to great just out of pure need, just like being at war. So, you know, that's, you want to, you want to put your kid, yes, it's risk. It looks like a risk on the surface because these industries are not doing well because there's no one working there, but that's what you want. That's what not being mediocre is. So, um, I think I've covered a lot. Um, I talked about a little bit, I, I would say one of the things, if you watch a lot of TV and you play a lot of video games, those are mediocre acts. I get video games for competition and whatever, and you know, kids get into it, and I think there's a valuable resource there because video games are giving children and, and new generations the ability to process faster. So I'm not saying anything against them. I'm just saying that we talked about volume of which we do it. I'm just, it is a mediocre thing. And it's not like I don't play video games here and there. I don't play a train game on my phone here and there to kill my mind. I'm just saying it depends on what we want. And if we don't want to be mediocre in our life, 
we've got to think about the way we do it. And I know everyone's like, oh, there's these virtual worlds and now you can make money in virtual worlds and, and all that. I agree with all of it. At some point as a human, as a real human that lives in the real world, you want to have value outside of the other worlds that you've created. And you can be whoever you want in those worlds, I agree. But in this world, you need to be you. And being you means you're always trying to be better or learn more about yourself, and that's not mediocrity. So um, I'm going to give a definition of mediocrity that I thought was great. Um, I got this from a Google search. It's an image of a stick figure um, climbing a mountain. And so um, here it is. Uh, mediocrity comes from the Latin word medlus, meaning middle, and ochris, meaning rugged mountain. Literally translated, it means to settle halfway to the summit of a difficult mountain. It's a compromise of abilities and potential, a negotiation between the drive to excel and the biological urge to settle for the most comfortable option. And so, I mean, for lack of a better term, it's you're listening to the internal bully voice, or as some people would say, the internal bitch voice. But it's really a bully voice. It's the internal voice that's all the negative and fear that's ever been put on you by the outside world. And it forces you to be mediocre because that voice, that voice inside of you that's negative, that, that's fear-based, that's put there, um, usually from nurture, um, that's what makes you mediocre. And so if you want to not be mediocre, you need to learn to deal with whatever that voice is, whoever's that voice is inside of you, generally not yours, um, and deal with your fears. Um, and then go out and just, like I said, pack your schedule with things that move your life forward, with your family's life forward, or your family bonding and spending time together, that, that underlyingly in those things you're building a legacy. It has to be with purpose. Like mediocre means living life with purpose, doing things with your family, with your friends, with your home, with purpose. And just like in a previous episode, we talked about appreciation of things and it's the same, like you want to grow them in value. And so not being mediocre is growing you and everyone else around you in value. It's just going the extra mile is the only way to truly do it and achieve excellence. So it's gotta be attached together because if I'm not gonna be a mediocre, I might as well go the extra mile and strive for excellence. Every time, blow everyone's expectations away. Stick out, mediocrity is like sticking out, taking a risk, whether I fail, whether I look poor, average, or great. Because at some point, I'm always going to look poor and average. It's guaranteed, guys. Get over the fear. When you start something new, you look poor and average as you're on your way to great. No matter how great or your natural ability is, you're going to be poor and average on the way to greatness. It's their proper stepping stones. Their learning curve. Their learning essentials. Sorry, not learning curves. Learning essentials. So thanks, Elena. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. And I'm going to let Elena wrap it up with any of her thoughts and close out the episode on mediocrity. Definitely. I think everything that you shared was very 
very informational and helpful. And it sounded like you were reading from your own personal story. So I really appreciate just everything that you were sharing with us. Um, I think like you shared, you know, deciding not to live a mediocre life and deciding to go the extra mile, whether that's in business or in your personal life or in your fitness, it can really be in anything, right? Anything you do outside of the norm, anything you choose to do differently than what people would expect of you or what everyone else does will, you know, be judged. And sadly, that's just the world that we live in. And how great would it be, you know, to live in a world where you were encouraged to go the extra mile, where you were encouraged to, you know, think outside the box and, you know, find your passion and find what really motivates you and become the best version of yourself in all these different areas. But sadly, when we become better versions of ourselves, when we strive no longer to be mediocre, it makes other people uncomfortable because then they're stuck looking at their stuff and their life and feeling whether it's less than compared to you or less than compared to their own dreams for themselves that they just don't want to chase after right now. It can be very uncomfortable, but like you were, like you were sharing about people who choose to go the extra mile, you know, they start having smaller friend groups, they start having smaller circles. And I think that's because when you choose not to be mediocre, you start surrounding yourself with like-minded people. It's exactly what you were sharing. And you start kind of building this inner world for yourself of things and people and resources that support you going this extra mile, um, not being mediocre anymore. And I think that's what we strive to do here with our podcast and with our community is just encouraging everyone to, to go the extra mile, to look at your life and look at yourself and your priorities or whatever it is and say, am I happy with this? Is this all I want? Or do I want more? Do I, am I being mediocre? Am I settling? Or is there more that I believe I can do or that I've always wanted to do that I've just told myself I couldn't achieve? And I think we just want to encourage everyone this year to really make it about yourself. And that's not selfish. It's just striving to no longer be mediocre, to go the extra mile and to achieve the life that you've been dreaming about. And that's exactly it, Elena. I mean, like this is a world where we like we think that it's something's going to happen or we have this destiny or whatever and and things are preordained but it's the reality is is nothing happens if we wait around we just live a life and, and end up dying in regret and being unknown really or having a lasting impact and it's a shame because there's billions of humans on the planet yet I would say 99.9% of us are going to just fade into dust without an impact long-term. Like really. And that should be our fear. Our fear should be very much leaving this world. And it's great that we can go to another world and whatever the belief systems are, but what about now? What are you doing now? You know, and we have so much suffering and so much sadness, even in first world countries, because we don't find purpose in our life. And it's because we just set up for mediocrity and we think that fitting in is going to give us purpose and make us cool and make us socially acceptable because that's what we want. But fitting in leaves you bankrupt. And if anyone really feels that way, I mean, I can tell you that it's probably, you know, housewives in the 50s and 60s when their husbands were working and their children were going off to school, I would argue there was probably a lot of depression and lack of purpose during the, the, the time there for a lot of women. Not all, but I'm just saying, a lot of women have gone to work to find purpose. 
And so that's what I'm talking about. Maybe I'm wrong. Someone will call me a sexist or whatever. I'm sure because I can't help but offend someone. But I really, from the good intentions, I'm trying to say to everyone, hey, no matter what it is you want to be in your life, no matter what it is, don't look to the government to fix it. Don't look like, like, like even COVID's an example, we're looking at the government to mask everyone and put down the mandates and tell us what to do. We should, as humans, be able to regulate ourselves. Like, it's just an unbelievable concept. We should be able to intellectually work our way through this without being told what to do. We all take biology. We all take chemistry. The government should give us a recommendation, and we should be able to do what's right without having to be forced and have it be law. Right? Like, I'm just like, but that's mediocrity. Mediocrity is just you don't want to do anything. You're waiting around for someone else to tell you what to do. That way, you don't need to make a decision. That way, you're guilty of doing nothing or guilty of taking no action or guilty of not making any decisions. So how can you be responsible? Because everyone else, and you're just supporting what the government is saying. And then not only that, to go even further mediocrity, you then get mad at other people for questioning what's going on. Like that's what you want. You want other people to not be mediocre. You want everyone to be questioning what's going on, no matter what, even if it's the right thing. It could be 100% be the right thing. We should be questioning it. Always, that's what our duty is, to not be mediocre, particularly in the United States, as citizens. There's only two countries as truly democratic as we are. Us and Uruguay, that's two countries in the world. Everyone else starts tipping towards the center. More authoritarian monarchy as you keep going, or socialist or whatever, depending on which direction you go, off of democracy left or right but i'm saying is that we have a, a, a true democracy we don't have the truest form that our votes aren't directly we have an electoral vote on purpose to balance out the majority and the minority and whatever else in the states and and the coast versus the things in the cities versus the counties so everyone's represented equally but most countries don't even have that. There's a prime minister and a, a monarchy or a prime minister and a president. So they go farther down and break apart their government even farther and give the government even more power. So reality is we're trying to get less power, but in the situation we're in, we're all just giving so much power. And you know what giving power to someone else and telling you what to do is? It's ensuring mediocrity. I'm just saying, it's ensuring a dark age for humanity. Because mediocrity doesn't lead to enlightenment. It doesn't lead to creativity. It doesn't lead to entrepreneurism. It doesn't lead to people fixing the planet. It leads to an intellectual dark age and creative dark age. Look at Russia still to this day. I've been there for the World Cup. They cannot figure out how to be an entrepreneur to save their life. Communism took it out of them. There's people there, they're learning it, they're figuring it out, but they're starting way back in the day. The stone age of entrepreneurism. So, but they're not wanting to be mediocre anymore. 
I can tell you that there's people there that are starting to figure out that they don't want to be mediocre anymore. They don't want to be just as equal to everyone else if they have a choice and they get an ability to go do something about it. So no, you don't want to be mediocre. It's about the choice. Sorry, I kept going. I said I was going to end it, but I really liked what you said, Elena. So thank you, everyone. Thanks for listening in and don't be mediocre. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening in. And we can't wait to have you back. Don't forget to subscribe, to download, to share with a friend that you think would enjoy the episode. And we can't wait to talk to you next time. You can check us out in the meantime on Instagram or Facebook at Centurion Leadership Battalion. Mm -hmm.